At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Cranberry Radio presents CEO Coach, a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances... Set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches will break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup management and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz and Brett Approved, and CEO at Outlines Venture Group. I'm here with my friend and colleague, Ann Kennedy, president of Outlines Venture Group, author of Global Search Engine Marketing, and co-founder of the world's largest consortium of digital marketing companies. Together, we're serial entrepreneurs helping online companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. Find out more at outlinesventure.com. Hello, Ann. What's on your mind today? Hi, Jillian. Well, I know that we've talked a lot about funding for scalable companies, you know, yep. angel groups, VCs, bridge lending, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because money is a very big deal, is it not, with yeah. startups? Exactly. Uh, yeah, the, the, the programming coding skill doesn't come for free. Um, so <laughs> here's what I want to focus on today. Uh Let's focus on funding for very early stage companies. Let's talk about getting a service or app or product idea funded. Okay, uh, wait. So, yeah. so you're saying we're going to talk about not just scalable corporations, but even lifestyle businesses. You've got an idea. How do you get enough capital to get going? Right? Well, that's, that's a whole nother question. That's actually, well, it is a whole nother question, but that's actually a really good distinction. I think that a lot of scalable companies start out with an idea of the product, uh, our, our friends building the AI, you know, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, okay. That, and so when you're that, that new, that small, what do you do? Mm -hmm. And I got this idea because uh, I spoke before the Asian American Engineers of the Year Awards recently on just this topic. And as you and I know, engineers are great visionaries and terrific inventors, but many have indicated and some have straight out told us they would welcome some guidance on how to bring their um, their brain children to life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, besides, there are some really quaint notions about funding that uh, 
are so last century, such as. <laughs> My idea is brilliant. There just has to be someone who will give me billions of dollars to make it happen, right? Yeah, fact check. Those days are over. <laughs> and you know what? Before we keep going on this subject, though, I would like to point out uh, we should make another mention about the one-seat challenge before we go, because we promised we'd do that every time until that one-seat challenge is taken. So here's what the one-seat challenge looks like, folks. If you are a speaker at any event in any industry across the planet for any reason, whether you are compensated or not, ask as part of your compensation or all of it that one seat at this event gets set aside and given to someone who ordinarily wouldn't have access. It could be somebody who is older, younger, um, uh, in a different uh, space in the company, if it's an industry event, uh, a company event. It can be somebody who doesn't have access financially, who can't afford it. It can be somebody who's in school and nobody's ever talking to them about the possibilities of what they might do, be, see, or be with in the future. We're looking to give access to the camaraderie, to the knowledge, and to the experience of being in these uh, kinds of events to people who wouldn't ordinarily have that opportunity. That's the big deal. It's called the one seat challenge. And when you speak, ask that one seat gets set aside. Okay, let's talk about this. And so rather than 20th century uh, thinking, let's uh, get some 21st century thinking here. Yeah. For, uh, for 21st century products and ideas. Okay. So to begin with, rarely does anybody give, and that's with air quotes, you funding. Yeah, that's called a grant. And uh, with notable exceptions, unless you're building a not-for-profit, you know, a registered.org, you're not likely to get a grant to achieve, uh, you know, world domination with your idea. Not likely. It happens on rare occasions. And when we get a little further on, um, I'll talk about one I heard about. But I have to say, in all these years, I've only heard about one that, all right. that uh, got, got a government grant to get started. Oof. So... I would have loved that. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, for the rest of us, for the rest of us, investors will expect return on investment from the business you build around your idea. Now, let's let's parse that sentence. Business you build around your idea. This is where I find sometimes as we work with engineers, that is the thing where it's not their super strength. It's not their secret superpower. That's uh, correct. They tend to be the wizards of the uh, the idea. Precisely. People. They don't tend to have the capacity to build a company around it, even when they think they do, uh, which is even worse than knowing you don't. <laughs> yeah. And But the good news is that kind of expertise is there um, to be had. But yes. uh, let's get back to the funding. As we noted in a previous podcast, the reality is only was it one half of 1% of startups get funding? One half of 1%? Yes. Does that mean 99.5% all the other startups in the world don't get funding? Absolutely. Why is that? What are we talking about here? Well, most of them don't actually seek funding. Most of them are lifestyle businesses. So again, these, these numbers are kind of funny. But yes, that is the truth. Of the group that goes out for funding, still less than 5% are going to get it. Okay, so how do you get to be in the 5% that actually get the funding is the real question. Yeah, but why else is, why is it so low? Um, before we go to a break, which we'll do in a couple of minutes, just riff a little bit on why is it so, why is that number so low? That that makes no sense to me. 
Okay, so um, again, we, we did cover this again in uh, one of our other podcasts in great detail, and we do suggest you go find that on funding and why it's so difficult. But um, the answer is that most companies who go out for funding are actually not ready for it. They go out and ask folks at a time when uh, they don't have enough of their product developed. So um, Impact Investor and TIE Global Vice President, uh, that was... Um, Nitin uh, Rye. Uh, that's right, Nitin Rye. He told us that he didn't seek venture capital for the first two years in his business that he started in 94 when they were giving out money for just brilliant ideas. He said, because I knew it would be difficult as an immigrant from India. In other words, he decided at that time that unless you were, you know, pale and male, you weren't going to get your money. And so for that reason alone, he decided not to do it. But today, at that same time and place, he wouldn't go out for funding for those first two years anyway. You need a minimum viable product. There are people now talking about that and saying, well, it's got to be even better than that. You need to have some form of traction that says, okay, I can either build this community to be monetized or I can monetize it. I can get, as Mark Suster says, that freaking cash register running. So there are all these things around whether or not you're approaching the idea of fundraising from a position of strength or not. You'd better have your ducks in a row first. And we'll talk about the pieces that you should be building before you even ask anybody for money, the people that you should be asking for money first and what you expect to give them on the far end and what they should expect to get, right? And then along the way, who do you ask at what stages along the growth of your corporation? Cool. So the how, where do we start? Um, we just we got a couple minutes here. Uh, okay. So I see we get an idea, right? Yeah. Uh, we get a proof of concept, like the idea actually will do something like what uh, is anticipated will do, and then we come to what you just discussed, the most the um, minimum viable product. Right. So, but proof of concept, and we should really kind of explain that for those yeah. who aren't playing the game, right? Proof of concept means that you did some market research. You went out and you took your idea to a whole bunch of people who would be possibly your buyers, right? That's folks who are meeting the description of what you think is going to be the buyer of your product or service. And they said, yeah, this really works. It solves a pain point. And I wish you'd make a one of those as well. And this is what I pay for my stuff currently. Don't just ask them if they're willing to pay for it. Everybody's willing to pay for it when they're talking to you. Later, they'll say, yeah, it was worth five bucks, but they were telling you years ago it was going to be 50 bucks and they'd surely be willing to do that if you could build it, right? Find out what they're currently paying for whatever solution they're using today. That's a much better idea around what you're going to make with it. That's a proof of concept. You haven't built anything. You've just talked about it. You've designed it and you've checked with your target market. What are they really paying for the solution today? Therefore, what are you likely to sell it for tomorrow? Sounds okay. like one big reality check. Exactly. But, but no we... money down kind of, right? You just right. Talk. Okay. Yeah. So uh, before we go to to break, um, I wanted to drop to the fourth thing that I always want to put in the early stage thinking, which is think through your distribution system. Yeah. You know, the best ideas uh, more often fail uh, without effective distribution than they do from lack of money. And mm -hmm. we had one really good example with our um, our portfolio company, Spiral Genetics. It had a fantastic uh, product. Uh, but needed a big distribution system. And so they what really benefited them was being acquired by a company that provided just such that 
distribution. Yes, that's right. And we have a number of other companies where we could explain why distribution systems are serving them well or not serving them well. So we'll take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we're going to talk about the process of funding and how to get your idea funded, right, when it's very, very early stage before you've actually launched something. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program located on our new social shareable live streaming player access the new cranberry radio live stream player at our website cranberry.fm do you have cold hard cash burning a hole in your pocket let cranberry radio lighten your load just hand us that burdensome dinero and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show we produce edit and amplify the show all you have to do is show up It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I'm Jillian Music with my partner, Ann Kennedy, and we're talking about how to get very early stage uh, companies funded. And we should talk even a little bit, Ann, about uh, whether we're really talking funding or just get the capital you need to move on, because one of our biggest, uh, you know, suggestions here is you don't go out for funding make the darn thing run itself so uh you know and do it as early as humanly possible uh but we recognize that not all companies can do that that there's an awful lot of upfront capital required to build whatever it is you're about to launch yeah and uh um I have some ideas to throw out about uh, the best options for funding at each of the stages we talked about before, the idea of proof of concept, minimum viable product, and uh, developing a distribution system. But we want to say the earliest stages are the hardest, of course. Absolutely. When you have an idea, but nothing else around it yet. So this got to, what I have first to say, uh, got a chuckle from my audience at the um, uh, Asian American Engineer of the Year Awards um, meeting, um, friends and family. And, you know, we also sometimes say friends and family and fools. But these are the people who love you. And they are the most likely 
to give you money for some cockamamie idea, if anybody's going to, while it's still just a cockamamie idea. Okay, within reason, though, uh, many people will fund you for the same reasons. It's not that they love you, but rather that they know you and they're betting on you. People, remember, we talk about this with venture capitalists even, right? They yep. will fund teams before they even fund the idea. That's what's happening with your friends and family. They don't actually get the complexity of whatever idea you're building is, unless it's fairly simple, all right? And they are funding you. It's you they're putting their trust in. So just recognize where that's coming from. What and are some of the other ways we well, can get money early on? You mentioned grants in the first half, and I sure. said I knew of one company um, it's a company in Spokane, Washington, that has developed an app for uh, uh, translating doctor speak. Um, and it's a very targeted medical app to be used by medical professionals in all settings. And I was talking to the founder um, at the Thai Global um, Pacific Northwest meeting uh, last month. You were there. Mm -hmm. um, and this gal said that her initial funding had come out of a grant from, of all places, uh, NOAA, the uh, National Oceanographic Administration. And mm. I don't know what the connection was between um, her product and NOAA, but she did successfully get a grant. That's the only one I've ever heard of. Right. And the mere fact that she got it from NOAA rather than from anything that was in the medical field, right, is also telling. What we're saying is, yes, there are grants out there, but the lines of connection are so obtuse that your likelihood of, uh, you know, obtaining it not only are very low, there aren't that many, uh, but also look outside the box on this. Um, I would love to interview her some more and find out what those lines of connection were, how she thought through it, or whether it just fell into her lap somehow. Yeah, and the other thing is that to remember is that grants um, can take a long time. We had a CEO we know uh, recently say, oh, I could go get a grant for that. You know, mm -hmm. and 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 I, in my nonprofit life, I have worked with many, many grant applications, and they can take a year. Yes, my my daughter's done grant writing in her business life, and uh, yes, that can take a very long time. Doesn't take much to write the grant, but then you wait. Okay, so let's talk about crowdfunding for a moment, because that okay. is, you know, very hip, 21st century. Go fund me, India, go go. You know, put it up mm -hmm. there, get the money. Uh, has a lot of downside to that. The first one is that you set a goal. If you don't make it, they're going to charge you a humongous, more larger chunk, you know, from three times as much uh, as they would if you made your goal. So there's yes. a big risk in there, but there's more connected to uh, what will happen with the uh, uh, VC funding later. So talk about that. Yeah. Um, if you're going to get uh, crowdfunding going, you should be aware that there isn't still a really full regulation around this crowdfunding law that says, yes, now you can ask non-qualified investors to put money into your company. Now, there Bing, are crowd... <laughs> right, exactly right. There, there were laws created many moon ago to protect the average person from investing in things like Ponzi schemes or crazy stuff, right? What they were saying is that unless somebody is really qualified to invest, in other words, they have a significant sum of money, uh, you know, pot of gold, if you will, as well as a significant uh, salary, actually, it's one or the other, I'm sorry, not both, um, then we have to say, 
you know, they really are not qualified to even begin to look at this stuff. You're not even permitted to share your um, executive summary with someone in the United States unless you know they are a qualified investor. So those kinds of laws were really designed to protect somebody from losing their rent money and from losing their retirement funds, things like that. Okay, now crowdfunding came around uh, just in the early aughts, and uh, the object was to open the opportunity to earn extraordinary returns with these new technology companies um, to the general population, to the common man. And that made some kind of sense, but it also opened the window again that they would be scammed. Right. I'm starting a new company and it's going to do X, Y and Z and this and that and the next thing. And I think you should put money down. You can just be a fast talker, convincing and sell snake oil. No you can take all that money and you can run away to Mexico or you can go wherever the heck you want. Right. So this is very frightening. Crowdfunding does not have full regulations around it. And therefore, venture capitalists look askance. The other thing it does is to complicate your cap table. In other words, you have a tremendous number of people who have invested a few bucks from 10 bucks to 100 bucks instead of 10,000 to 100,000 or 100,000 to a million. Right. In that event, you have a very uh, complicated or busy, um, uh, what do they call it, um, uh, common stock register or preferred stock register, if you're going to give them preferred, which is crazy. We can talk about that later. Nevertheless, if your stock register contains 100 names, you have to get 100 signatures to accomplish some things that you need to get done in your company, like selling it later. 100 names? Yeah. Yeah. You can understand why a venture capitalist is going to kind of look askance at that. That in itself could slow things down to the point where a company sale would not take place. Okay. okay, so we pretty much dispensed with crowdfunding. What about incubators? Incubators are fine. And by the way, crowdfunding and crowdsourcing are two different things. If you go into something where they're simply paying you to get access to an early version of your product, they don't have stock. Those things are okay. Now, incubators. Um, incubators are interesting investors. Thai Global does this, for example, since we were talking about that organization. But certainly places like Techstars and Seedspot and I don't know, a thousand other places. You know, uh, Amazon's got one and, and Microsoft has them and so on. They are reasonable and they're very early stage. If you have to pay to be part of an incubator, run, don't walk. If you are being paid to be part of an incubator, then look very carefully at the term sheets, right? Techstars, I believe years ago used to do 18,000 bucks. You were there for, I don't remember if it was three months or six months or somewhere in between, and they took a chunk of your company for it, right? And I don't remember the exact percentages, but it was reasonable enough, Right? It was significant. Uh, it could be as much as 5%. And again, folks were looking at that and going, Peshaw, 5%. Well, we'll talk about what percentages you should be giving away to whom and how all this plays out at the far end of your company. Nevertheless, it's you know significant enough. It's a good idea. Look at it carefully. Look at the term sheet. What do they want out of your life now and in the future? Okay. And then we get on to the standard stuff. Angels. That's right. Right. And the seed venture capitalists. So those kinds of things. Angels are folks who tend to invest from an emotional standpoint, if you will. They're very much like friends and family in that round. Um, They're not organizational and structured. So uh, an angel may be 
connected to your idea in some way. They had a startup in the same field. They know the stuff that you're facing. Um, they know what's about to happen and they would like to help you build version two of whatever it is. Um, if, for example, we have Brett Approved, which is a company we're deeply engaged with and, and um, they are uh, mapping the accessibility of planet Earth and helping travelers with mobility challenges and disabilities to travel. Great. People who are disabled or have somebody close to them who are disabled and so on get the idea right away. They understand the pain point, and those were the first angels. They didn't come in because of the scalability of the object uh, of the process itself. So we're going to have to take a break here in a couple of moments, Anne. Um, but these seed venture capitalists and angels, uh, the piece is that they in, uh, generally invest with an emotional or experiential connection first, and then they still want to see the numbers. These are not unseasoned investors. If they don't see the potential for you and your team and the numbers around the target market, they're still not investing. But that's how you find them first, the emotional connection. That, so, Anne, yeah. we take a break here? Yes, let's take a break and uh, come back with uh, some, some tips on how to find that funding. Absolutely. This More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on Cranberry Radio. And welcome back to CEO Coach. Ann and I are talking about how to get your idea stage company funded, that early stage when you really don't have anything, you know, full and out there and, and ready for venture capitalists to come get them. Um, so, you know, we could spend six more hours on this, Anne, uh, but... Talk about that last one piece, you know, of uh, you know, of that early stage funding, and talk about revenue. 
revenue. Yes, as uh, Mark Schuster says, ring the freaking cash register. <laughs> yes, yes. We, this we is, uh, quote him a lot because we both believe in it. Well, revenue fills a number of very important, very important um, functions. For the In the first place, it gets some money in the door for you. Secondly, it takes your proof of concept and makes it real. Thirdly, one thing that when you go to pitch investors, they're going to want to see is traction. And I don't know, dollars coming over the, you know, over the register sure looks like traction to me. So That's right. It's the easiest form of traction. The way we spend a lot of time, as a matter of fact, talking about how do you demonstrate traction when you don't have money? Oh, for heaven's sake, just get the money in. Now, it's not always possible we get that, right? It uh, sometimes takes a great deal of money to build prototypes. I mean, certainly Tesla can't sell a car until it has a car. And there's a tremendous amount of money that goes into that kind of stuff. Manufacturing plants and hiring the engineers and designers as well as the manufacturing staff and so on and so forth. We get that. But not every idea is like that. And many people who are building an idea just getting off the ground, even especially, I guess, if it's a lifestyle business, can get that cash register running much earlier, right? There may not be patentable IP around it. You may only have to buy, borrow or, uh, you know, uh, get investment enough to get your first stock in place before you open a shop, all of those kinds of things. So I would agree with you, Anne. Um, the best thing you can do is to figure out ways to bring in capital as early as humanly possible and to get over that line that says, are you pre-revenue? Oh, no, sir. We have money coming in the door, even if it's a small amount. Well, I've said this before and I'll repeat it. When I was sitting through the winning pitches at uh, the uh, uh, big thing web summit in Dublin. Yes. um, And every single one of them, after they defined the problem and their solution and uh, and talked about their market, they talked about the revenue they'd already had. And there's another that that was a, a very compelling piece, and it was in every one of the 12 winners. So yes. I think that that is, that is significant. Um, and this was out of hundreds, I think it was, what was it, 200 um, yes. um, entries in, in that competition. So another big function of revenue is that with you, if you're getting revenue, you have customers, and if you are uh, attentive to your customers, you will. They will tell you how to make them a better product by what they choose to buy, you know, and what they choose not to buy, and by feedback. There's just a whole world of iterative information you can get from um, ha- having real li- live customers, not just. Right. Uh, people in your head, you know, that you think <laughs> might like your product. And that that is, you, you know, you really can't buy. I mean, I suppose you could do focus groups, but you really can't buy that kind of um, real hard information on whether you have a, a product that it, or a service that is going to fly in the market. Than actually Absolutely. Make- Early product market fit. There you go. So, and before we uh, uh, end our show today, we have just a couple of minutes. Um, I would say that we should share some of these top tips here, and there's so much more on this. We should do a second session on it. But I would say just to begin with is to choose the right funder for the level of your company. 
Right? So what do and you the, mean by that? The style of your company as well. If you're opening a lifestyle business and it's a service, get out there and just offer your service. You're looking at, you know, a couple of hundred bucks investment to get yourself a small Wix uh, type um, or, or a free Google type, uh, you know, uh, website up there um, to get yourself a few business cards and to get out there and start offering your services. Really, this is about elbow grease. You get your act together and, and make those sales flyers, if you will, the sheets that explain what it is that you're going to offer and then you go out and knock on doors. If you're doing something that's scalable that is going to require funding, even at the idea stage, then you must find yourselves partners and build a team that's really going to make this thing happen. And once you have that demonstrated, we really know what we're doing and we're going to do this, then you're going to have to get an idea funded. You don't really start with friends and family in that case. You begin with things like you go right to the top and you talk to venture capitalists who will inform you who will start funding at the very early stages. There are a few ideas left in this world where people really will get an idea funded that way, but it better be a monster. You've got to know where you are in between. The next thing I would say is research before you leap. That is identifying who it is that's likely to fund you. When you're even at the angel stage, how do you find the right angels for your space? The answer is who built it before, who is now doing some funding already. Go to the people who built level one and say, who funded you then? And go to those folks with a warm introduction. Those are the kinds of things we're going to be talking about, right? We want to know who to ask, and therefore you have to do your research in advance. So, and you know, we're out of time today, but there's a lot more on this conversation. I'm going to suggest we run another show that talks still about how to get these idea stage companies funded and more information about what that experience looks like. Absolutely, because we barely scratched the surface. So that's it for this Monday at CEO Coach. We'd like to thank our producers at Cranberry Radio for their support. You can download these shows at cranberry.fm forward slash shows forward slash CEO dash coach. You can also download them at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and many other places around the web. And did I mention it's free? You can find links and more on facebook.com forward slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stop by and hit the like button so we know you were there and tell us what you'd like to hear about on CEO Coach. Thanks for joining us. I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and you can find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week. opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.